Bishop Joseph. Amen. Praise the Lord. My name is Joseph Ondicho. I come from Kenya. And I'm, um, let me say that uh, a pastor has spoken and given me a wonderful introduction. Amen. Great man, you know. National leader and overseeing hate countries. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. I'm just your, your brother in Christ. And um, I'm only a servant. Just uh, when you become a national leader, it's an office whereby you occupy. It may be sometimes, and then somebody comes in and takes over. But there is something that um, uh, uh, nobody can just occupy, that space. That's what we call it. Be in Christ Jesus. That's the best thing that I know. That nobody can hook you by that office. But the national leader and or bishop or lead eight countries, somebody can take over from there. Amen? But um, I'm deeply blessed. Please, you can just, uh, I pray that God to open your ears. And you know I'm from Africa. I may not speak well the way you, you guys you talk. My English is somehow limited. But uh, the way maybe I'll just put some words. I want God to give you more the spirit that you get more revelation from the spirit of God. Amen. And uh, thank you so much, Pastor. Yesterday when I saw you um, receiving us. Sometimes we are afraid. We African, we are afraid, you know. Um, then say, oh my God, I'm going to be this house for the night. And um, when I entered inside, started talking, I felt the Holy Spirit in this man. And the pastor, we shared a lot. We had a fellowship in a few minutes. The Holy Spirit started talking to us. We felt that we can even shed tears. And actually, there was a service in the house. I think you all took what I had yesterday. But I believe that today is another day the Lord has made. And I'm going to encourage somebody in a few minutes. Amen? Um, this is a man of God. This is an African, you know, man. He looks like uh, his character is, is the house. It, you can move every corner of this house. So when I went to sleep, I said, Lord, I've never been a house like your house. And I speak blessings upon you and upon your congregation that God may bless you. Amen. Well, um, today, I want just to share with you about faith. And uh, most of my message, I'll build with 
testimonies what the Lord has done in the ministry in my life. And I hope, believe that God is going to encourage you and God is going, actually he has started, already we have experienced the healing. He has spoken to us through the lady who stood here, the healing. We prayed for our sister there who was feeling, who was not feeling well. And I sense that the spirit of God is in this place. I'm telling you, this is a church that God is raising up. This is a church that you feel the Holy Spirit moving. May God continue to lift you up and bless you more and more and expand your kingdom. His kingdom expanded. Amen? Um, let me just say that um, today we're going to read from the book of Hebrews. Just Hebrews chapter 11. And verses 1, just only that scripture. Um, but before we read, uh, I'm going to give you a testimony where I have come from. Um, yesterday I shared with him, I said, nobody was born in our home as a Christian. My father, my mother, we lived in a, in, 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 in a, a family uh, that didn't know about God or know about church. So um, God saved me. He called me one day and um, I received Christ. And I said, oh my God, let's, let, us, let me go to the church to worship God. So when God saved me and brought me to the church, I felt so nice because I was, you know, with brothers and sisters who was to equip me and make me to become strong that I may grow in faith. Unfortunately, when I entered in the church, you know, I, as I, I was from a poor, I could not afford to have clothes or I had no clothes to go to church with her. So, and um, 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 when God saved me, He gave me. Um, I was a good singer, by the way. I started joining the choir. I could sing nicely, and but I could not have clothes to wear. So, um, one day there was a guest who was uh, who was to come to our church and minister to our church. So um, we, tried, we started practicing songs, how we are going to worship God. And um, 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 as we are moving on, practicing, doing that, uh, the choir master, he came and picked me from, from, uh, uh, from the choir. And they said, you are not worthy to sing because you don't have clothes. Choir uniform, you know, the uniform you don't have. So you are not qualified. So I, was, I had the, the heart to serve the Lord and sing. But my brothers could not allow me to sing. And then when they picked me, my heart was broken. I felt going back to the world. I said, Lord, I thought coming to church 
um, I have come to my brothers and sisters who will make me to know you better. But I have found something else instead of love. And um, I decided to go back. And uh, when I was making a decision, God said, go and just pray. So I went to the forest and trees, and there was birds singing all over, and the no trees, and I was there listening and crying. You know, when your heart is broken, you are broken. And I was crying in the forest. I still remember, even now, it's a testimony I can never forget. Because that was my turning point. That was my calling started from there. So as I was crying, I spent the whole day crying and saying, Lord, hear me. I want to go back to the world. And as I was making that decision, the Holy Spirit was with me saying, don't go back. I am here. So I prayed and heard the voice coming from somewhere. They say, my son, don't worry. I am God, your God. And I will go before you. I will bless you. You have more suits and more clothes. Just believe in me. And then I was healed. I wanted to change the church and go to another church. But God said to me, don't go to another church. Just go back to your church. Because when I will raise you up and bless you, these guys, those people will see that I am the Lord. And I am the Lord who blesses. Um, then God raised me. I joined the Bible school. And um, I can't forget that. Now, as I was traveling, you know, flying to South Africa, just went to South Africa. Then when I came back, I was in um, business, you know, business class. You know that when you are in the business, you have in that flight inside, you are with business people, great people. And I was there, a man from somewhere there in that forest, he was that business class. And I was saying, oh, my God, with great men. And um, as we are flying, I had the Holy Spirit coming to my, my heart again and saying, Joseph, remember those days when you had no clothes. I told you, I am the Lord your God. This is what I promise you. That today you are in business class with business people, with great men, and I am blessed you. You must believe in me. Continue to serve me because I'm the Lord who leads people from that dust in the ground and puts you up there. And I was crying. Somebody, I see that with, he said, this man is crying. I said, yes, I'm crying because the Holy Spirit is speaking to my heart. Praise the Lord. So, faith kept me to stand. And today, to me, it's a 
blessings is a miracle to stand before you. It's not just by granted. I know it is that God who has done this to me. So, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped, the evidence of things not seen. Let me talk about faith. Faith is part of the fruits. When you read the Bible in the book of Galatians chapter 5, verses 22, the Bible speaks about the fruits of the Spirit. And the church to grow, when we become people who are maturity, what we need to pray God to help us, it is about the fruits of the Spirit. Part of the fruits of the Spirit is faith. Faith is things that we believe, things that we have not seen. Things that our eyes cannot see. Because God is faith. And since God is faith, he wants us to believe things that we have never seen. God is omnipresence. He cannot be seen with our own eyes. But in the spirit, the spiritual eyes, we can see God and we can see things that God wants to do in our lives. Amen? So, God wants to raise a church. A church, you know, the Bible says that miracles and the wonders follow the disciples. And the church today, we don't see miracles happening. This is because we have limited God. And the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not just as small. The kingdom of God is so quite big. And when the kingdom is expanded, it is by faith that when we believe in him, he starts doing things that we could not even imagine. Amen? Remember what Jesus, when he said to the disciples, that power and authority have given thee. Go ye and preach the gospel. Freely you receive, freely you give. Heal the sick. Amen? And you see Petro, Peter passing by and hold the sick people are brought in the streets. Not just lay hands, but as he was passing, there was miracles and healing happening through the disciples. This is because of faith. And people, they believed what God was doing. We are living in the last days that people want to see who is your God. Amen? So, if you cannot rise up your faith and prove the world that God you have is a great God, it is our time. And that's why the Bible says that faith is substance, things hoped, things that we don't see with our eyes. When we raise our faith in Him and pray, God will manifest His power in our midst. 
and he will glorify himself. You are special in the eyes of God. God has called you to glorify him and also to glorify you. Remember what Jesus said. He said, Father, I have come to you. Glorify your son. It's our time that God to glorify you. Amen. And this is true faith that we must prove to the people that our God is a great God and we serve a mighty God. Amen. We, uh, we preach the gospel in some areas in Africa where we have some Muslims people who don't believe in God. And these people want to challenge your God. Say, do you know that Muhammad is whom we worship? That is our God. I remember one day I was I had a, a call from one of our sister who's married with a Muslim. That husband was a doctor. Some Muslim, but a doctor. But he was sick. And uh, the lady called me and said, Pastor, come. And this is the opportunity for my husband to know that God we serve is a mighty God. Come and we pray for, her, for him. And you know he was sick until he was in uh, ICU. So I said, God, let me pray. Try to pray. Say, God, I think, I believe this is the opportunity to so up. Then, um, then uh, in, in, in the morning, I, I woke up and I prayed. And I went to see him in the hospital. And as I was passing, the family was just seated somewhere outside there because they cannot allow somebody to go to the, to the high seal. So as I was walking to the high seal, I did know that the anointing of God was upon me. This guy, family, they felt the anointing of God passing by. So I went to Isaiah and I saw the man was almost a half dead. And I saw him, I said, Lord, this is your time. By faith, this man will rise up from this bed. And I prayed, say, Lord God, manifest your power. And by faith, you will heal this man. I prayed, I prayed, nothing could happen. I prayed, he was just in a coma. I prayed, I said, Lord, do your will. But I believe. You are going to heal this. He's a Muslim guy. As I was praying, he was taken in a spiritual world. He was fighting. I didn't know there was something going on in a spiritual world. And then um, within uh, 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 two hours, the man opened his eyes. He said, it has not been so easy. For my Jesus to win the battle. Then he realized 
the Spirit of God was in the room. And the man was healed. He woke up, he went to the normal world. And he said, from that day, he received Jesus Christ to be the personal Savior in his life. Our faith that God has given us, it is us as Christians to have faith. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. We need to raise up above and pray and say, God, give me faith. Because faith is part of the fruits that God is giving the church to prove to the world that the one we serve is the mighty God. And prove that God can heal, God can save, and God can deliver. And one day I was also invited to preach a Catholic church. Back there. I said, Lord, the Catholic church, I'm sorry to say, they don't, uh, when you preach, they don't say amen. So you preach and you say amen by yourself. (laughs) So it's hard. You know, when you say amen, I feel good. You encourages me. So I said, Lord, how am I going to preach this, um, you know, church? And, and they don't say amen. But I said, Lord, I'm going to speak. Up. You know, God gave me a message to speak about the Holy Spirit. And they don't believe the Holy Spirit. And I asked God, you must prove with me. God, you are going to pour out your spirit. Not to fill, but to pour out your spirit in the room so that people can be filled and have joy and be like drunkard people. And I went there. I started the message. It was hard. Say, praise the Lord, and I say, Amen. Praise the Lord, I say, Amen. So, um, I preached, but my faith, I believed that God, I believe you answer my prayers. Faith is that you believe things that cannot be seen. You believe that God is going to do it. Things that people cannot just believe. But you bring faith in where there is no life and the life is found because of faith. And, and, and I preached in a few minutes. I saw the Holy Spirit coming down. There was somebody who was crying there that side. Another one started crying that side. Another one started crying that side. Another one was in the middle. The whole house was confused. Because God poured the Spirit upon the Catholic Church. Then I said, God is not a respect of person. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There was healing like never before. 
they don't believe healing. But God manifested His power and healing. And we experienced the anointing. You know what happened? That church changed. It became a Pentecostal church. What a man cannot be able to do, our God will do it. Amen. Faith, how do we receive faith? The Bible says faith comes by hearing the word. We must listen and read the word. I read the word day by day. The more I read the word and pray, the more I get consumed by the word in my mind. The Bible says, walk in the spirit that you may fulfill the things of the spirit. Don't walk in the flesh because the flesh will lead you away. So when you read the word, the more you read the word, the more it takes your mind, the more it washes your mind, the more you believe, the more you grow in faith, the more you go closer to God. When you read the word, it becomes in your flesh, in your body, and they become the reality. Your faith grows. If somebody will bring somebody who is a cripple and say, pray for this man, you say, today, my God who lives is going to make this man to walk. Amen? So, and he does. Because the challenges and all things that comes in our life, that's normal. Remember these disciples who are closing over to the other side. And Jesus was in the boat, sleeping down there. And the storms coming. And when they see the storms, instead of standing and say, in the name of Jesus, we stop the storms. They started now, wavering and crying, we are going to die. And you know, they, they went to Jesus and said, Jesus, please rise up. The storms, storms are there. Storms have to come. As long as we live diseases and what, what kinds of those things. But remember you are a child of God. Remember you have faith. Stand firm and say, in the name of Jesus, I have faith. May this storm stop. It will stop because you are a child of God. Amen? So, um, faith comes by hearing. The more we hear the word, the more we read the word, the more we grow in faith. And as we grow in faith, the church will grow in faith. And as I'm speaking right now, by faith, if you put faith in you, there will be healing in your life, in your body. Amen? So, um, in Mark chapter 16, verse 16, he says, He that believe and baptize shall be saved, but that believe not shall be condemned. So, if we don't have faith, we cannot please God. When we have faith, we come closer to our Father. And the Father comes closer to us. So, he, we touch God with our faith. And we pray that God to give us faith so that we can also touch God. 
God wants us to have faith. We don't only believe or become Christians and we, we, well, we become Christians, just unholy Christians. No, we want to grow in faith. And the church that grow in faith, it they do wonders. And when faith is working in the church, I'm telling you, people comes inside there. When they go home, they don't go the same the way they came. They go home being rejoicing and saying, we have seen God doing wonders. My wife was sick. And um, he had a problem. Teeth, you know, here. And uh, I took her to the to hospital and she was removed one. But the problem that they interfered with the nerve system. And she felt pains, pains, pains. We went all the hospital in Kenya. Nothing. The doctor said that your wife will always be in medicine. And I am a preacher. For two years, I stayed nursing her. I could not go outside to preach. And I said, Lord, and God, I said, let me go and do pray. I went for seven days praying and fasting. I like prayers. So when I went uh, to pray, I prayed for seven days. As more as I was praying, the more she became sick. So in that prayer, I had a call that your wife is so sick. I said, Lord, I have prayed. What is happening? Then I went home. Then in home, I prayed another three days. The more I was praying, the more she became sick. So I prayed again, I prayed again, I prayed 20 days. Nothing was happening. Then, I had another one day. It became 21 days. I didn't know that God wanted me to pray for 21 days. So the day I prayed that day, I felt in my heart and in my head here a drop of water fall on me. It became all my body and I felt peace in my heart. And I had the Spirit of God, the Lord, the voice of God saying, My son, I have healed your wife. But when he said, I am healed your wife, she was sick that night. But my heart was peace with God. I believed in him. I knew that God has done it. And by faith, I just went to preach the gospel. I preached the gospel for one week, two weeks, and had of people calling me, your wife is sick. I said, God healed her. Come back. I said, no. I'm preaching, but God told me that he has healed her. 
You know, sometimes the enemy wants to bring your faith down, want to challenge you, want to bring you doubts in your, in your life. But you must believe that God is real and your faith can do wonders. So I came home. The, the day I came home and the time I arrived, I arrived home, the, my wife, all pains disappeared. And she's now worshiping God like never before. So church, if we want to grow, we must have faith. And faith makes us to move. Faith makes us the, the, to move the community around us. Because God is going to do extraordinary miracles. God is going to do things that we ourselves, eh, we, you know, He does things that surprises us. And He's a faithful God. When we have faith in Him, we please Him. The Bible says we please our God through faith. And we touch our God through faith. And once you believe God, the God you have, you will see mighty things happening in your life. Church, we have a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. Don't despise yourself. Believe in God. The Bible says, Jesus said, believe in me and believe in God. He has invested power upon our lives. He has commanded us and say, Go ye, lay hands upon sick. Then once you lay hands upon sick, they will receive healing. And people reach out and say, Lord, we thank you. The more miracles is happening, the more we grow in the spirit. The more God is healing people, the more we go closer, the more we see God, the more we grow in the Spirit, the more we worship God. When somebody is healed, we are broken. We say, Lord, thank you. We worship God like never before. Remember the woman, the issue of the blood. For many years, the blood, I know maybe she was thin. She was maybe smelling, you know. But she heard Jesus was the healer. And she believed, you know, hearing the word. And she believed the word. And I don't know what was happening in her life. And Jesus was passing. And here she come. And where, here she found the multitude of people that she cannot penetrate. That's obstacles number one. That you cannot penetrate because of multitude of people. Then here, she cannot penetrate because she was not worthy. She has been blood for a long time. And here she cannot penetrate because of the disciples, soldiers who are around Jesus. When he tries to go closer, they say, no, there's no chance for you. And now, faith grew in her. Said, now I believe. As she was growing in faith, 
something spiritual was taking place in our mind. God ministers to us when we come closer to Him. The Holy Spirit starts to deal with us when you are alone, when you are being left because she was left, she was abandoned. When you are sick, you are abandoned. When you are sick, you don't love. When you are sick, you have no friend. When you have a problem, nobody wants to come closer to you. That was the situation of the woman. But you must remember that you are not alone. You must believe you are not alone. You are with Jesus Christ. People can forsake you, but God will never forsake you. Have faith in Him. When that situation comes, remember your God. Say, I love you. I have faith in you. That was happening to the woman. She had faith in Christ because she believed that He is a healer. So as she was just closer to Jesus, she was being chased away by the disciples. People can chase you away. People can abandon you. But you must have faith in Him that Jesus will never abandon you. And then now the Holy Spirit gives her wisdom and says, if you go straight, you cannot penetrate. If you go to touch, maybe here, hands or what, you cannot penetrate. The Holy Spirit said, go down. Just nobody will see you and down when you are down there. She'll go, crawl, crawl and reach Jesus and she touch the garment. What kind of faith of that woman she was? And once she touches the garment, the Bible says she received the healing. And Jesus said, somebody has touched me. Let the name of Jesus be glorified. You are not alone. And you will not be alone. Just believe in Christ. He's going to heal you. He's going to touch you. He's going to bless you. Amen? Praise the Lord. That what, that, what man cannot be able to do, Jesus can do it. Your bishop cannot do it. Your national leader cannot do it. Your pastor cannot do it. But Jesus will do it for you. Amen. It is my prayer. That's the end of it. You know in Africa, we preach six hours. So I don't want to be in Africa. I want to be American. I want to say to you today, may you raise up your faith. May God start to minister to your life. This is a place you can grow. This is a place God can manifest the power in your life. May you have experience in your life through the Holy Spirit. You are a special and God has anointed you. And God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Amen? Praise the Lord. I want to pray before I leave here. I believe that God is going to touch you in your life. God connected me to come here today because of you. I don't know 
But I know the one I believe is mighty. He can do what a man cannot be able to do. Shall we stand up? Touch where you feel that God wants to touch you. And I pray a few prayers and God will touch you where you are. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you so much. Lord, thank you for having me in this place. Glorify your servant. Let your servant glorify you, Lord. Amen. Pray for the Pray, Lord, that you may touch my brother. Lord, I pray, and I have seen you doing it. Do it now, in Jesus' name. Heal the sick right now. All touch their lives in the name of Jesus. Our spiritual life, renew us, strengthen us. In the name of Jesus, open our eyes. The spiritual eyes that people can see how greater you are. Lord, I release this anointing in this congregation. In the name of Jesus. From now. In the name of Jesus, they will grow up in the spirit. And the fruits of the spirit will be in this house like never before. Thank you, Jesus. You are amazing, God. We bless you. We give you glory. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.